Hello again, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Game Pass Grabback, your weekly podcast reviewing games with the Game Pass Collection, bringing you three unique perspectives of rank skill range. I am the Charles Ponzi of this episode. With me are Bernie Madoff, Keith, Hello. and with us are Elizabeth Holmes, Liz. Hey, guys. And this week, Keith picked the game. This week, we played The Big Con by Mighty Yell Studios. The Big Con <laughs> is... Like a top-down kind of point-click adventure game where it takes place in 90s America where you play this teen who has found out that her mother owes a bunch of money to loan sharks and she's going to lose her video store. So instead of, you know, having a successful future and going to band camp and doing, you know, good things, you decide to just rip people off and try to earn that money to save your mom's store. Keith, why did you pick the big con and start us off? Is this a game or pass for you? So I picked the big con on a blind pick, more or less. I had noticed it come out, I don't know, like a month or two ago. I watched the trailer and I thought, that looks like kind of a neat little game. And um, so we were looking for a game to play and I suggested that. Hadn't played a minute of it and that was that. Is it a game or a pass for me? I I think I could say it's a game. I it's There's not... I, you're going to have all these things to say and a lot of the things that you're going to say aren't entirely wrong but i i don't think it's as harsh as you're making it out to be and i i think it's redeemable as a game personally but you Liz? i think overall i'm gonna give it a pass i just kind of had like an icky feeling when i was playing it like stealing from you know moms like with their babies in the stroller and just like I don't know. It was just there. It wasn't the '90s nostalgic game that I thought it was gonna be. I mean, it is, but it isn't. And I it had isn't. some problem with the story and just over. I it had so much potential. Like there was something about it that I really loved, but they just went in a direction I didn't quite like. Um, and I just wanted to say before we start this that um, Andrew, you don't really swear. It no. might pop out every once in a while. <laughs> he dropped a hard F-bomb when he was talking about this game. I was playing it, and he he dropped a hard F-bomb. And he just went on this rant. He, like... <laughs> so, I mean, I'd take it away, Andrew, but I think we all know. It's a well, hard pass. Yeah, this game... You... No, you... I could hear it the whole time. You've been, like, breathing... His sigh at the beginning, the yeah. Well, me and Liz both spoke, so... I think everybody knew what you thought, regardless of what we said. Um, but, but please do go ahead, Andrew. So this game is a hard pass. I that seriously might be one of my most hated games. I really, really <laughs> did not like the big con. I I'm, I'm trying not to be mean. I'll obviously get into my thoughts on this game, but this game fails on just about every metric that we usually review a game on. It's story is not good. It's gameplay is really bad. It's music is the only thing that some of it's kind of like, hey, okay, it's kind of catchy. But yeah, the graphics are not good and the achievements are not good. Uh, so I'll be getting into all this, but I really did not like the big con. Uh, so I, I apologize. I I think I have vented a good amount of my anger and frustration already to my co-host. So, well, can we also just if you're new to the podcast, Andrew is the one that gives everything a game. He loves video <laughs> just, games. Just about. Just yeah, just about. <laughs> no, if you good. look at his no, gamer like, pass rate, smart. like I mean, 
I feel like well over 90% of games you you love and you're giving a game. Probably over 95%. Yeah. So the fact that you are the one that is so irritated, because like, I feel like I'm, I can be a little hot-tempered, a little sassy sometimes when it comes to certain video games that we've played. Um, but this is rare. This is a unique experience for uh, us. <laughs> it it brings me so much joy. A of joy. He's smiling a lot. Keith is smiling a lot today. I, I just it was I think I had played about an hour of the game when Andrea texted me and and he just I I think the text was just this game, oh boy. And my response was this brings me so much joy because I still haven't found the exact one. I think it was our Solasta episode that Andrew essentially challenged me. Um, maybe he didn't in- do it intentionally, but he was talking about how ah, every game's a, pa- a game, and I love games and this and that, except for Soccer Story because Keith can pick Soccer Story, and I said, "Challenge accepted." It's weird. I I legitimately are, I would say I, I like Soccer Story more than this. So game. perfect. Oh my gosh! Because like at least Soccer I, Story changed up its gameplay. The Big Con did not, and. I mean, what did you give it? soccer story like was that like 40s 50s 60s i can't remember you're the one you're the secretary you know who's been writing everything oh down. i don't have like all the old scores i have like all the games we've played uh, but not but yeah just so getting into the just the description of the big con it says hustle your way across 90s america as a runaway teen con artist choose how to make your scratch as you don disguises pickpockets and rip people off in this comedic crime-filled adventure Experience the totally rad 90s and it's all its plaid and payphone glory. I gotta say that description does not describe this game at all. I don't know if it's describing a different game, but <laughs> let's so let's start off with the story of the big con. So as I said, it starts off, you know, you're playing this 17-year-old girl who lives in the 90s. I don't think they give an exact day. I think they always just say the 90s. And, you know, your mom's a single mom and so you're the only daughter, you're the only child and you guys run this video store and every night you guys like to get, you know, make some popcorn and watch a movie at the end. But you stumble upon your mom talking to some loan sharks and she owes the loan sharks like $97,342 and like 17 cents, which is a constant running joke of that's a very specific number. But that joke didn't land the first time and it doesn't land the five other times I mentioned it. But Anyway, so you're supposed to go to band camp, but you say, no, I need to help my mom save this video store because, you know, it's the 90s. The video store honestly probably has 10 years of life anyway, but you're going to ruin your future and not go to band camp. Instead, you find a random stranger who says, hey, I know how to pickpocket and steal money. Do you want to come join me on an adventure across country as we just keep ripping people like stealing people's wallets? And you say, that sounds like a fun time. And off you go. Well, what I don't understand is, so where did that ninety-seven whatever thousand dollars go to? Because Bandcamp isn't that expensive. No, and also and the video store is not that expensive. It's not a brand new video store. Your mom, what she put, spent ninety-seven thousand dollars on new VHSs. I don't. They, they, they didn't say what it is, but they made it sound like it was for her daughter's future. But I mean, that wouldn't cost that much. And she also, if she was upset about it, she wouldn't have like blown off band camp yeah. so i don't really understand and also like well, she wants her daughter to be like su- super successful and everything it's like that's such a weird career to pick musicians like don't get me wrong like there are musicians who make tens and tons of money but like the trombone i took it more as to do it to get scholarships well even if, even if that's the case it's like if we all know what happened to video stores. Yep. So for me, it's just like, she's all about saving this video store. And it's just like you said, 
I mean, it's just, it, they're obsolete. Like, it, yeah, uh, they probably, they went out probably like early 2000s. But so. so not only is the mom like really bad with money, if like, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We spent $97,000 on nothing. Yeah. And I just, I really don't understand. I wish that there was more information on that. And then also the stealing thing I mentioned earlier, I did not like because you read something at the end of the game. It talks about, you know, sticking it to the man. Yeah. And it still irritates me because it's like, no, you're sticking it to everyday people like who are trying really hard and you're just going around stealing. Like, I just don't understand why that's like a cute way to have gameplay. Not that I mean... I just, they didn't really do it in a funny way no. where it's just like, you're like, like stealing candy from a baby kind of thing. It's like, you're actually like stealing from like kids yeah. and stuff. It's just weird. I didn't like it. So I, I'm just confused where all of a sudden we have this really weird moral high horse slash compass in, <laughs> in gaming where like, like two months ago we're playing chorves and Andrew is on my side of like well you know so you killed the planet but you saved the universe so i think we can balance that out like you're making this really outlandish moral argument here with me and now you're like oh i don't i don't know about stealing a little bit of money in video games that just no but really you you okay. had that opinion with Torvis, no, no, though. No, i did no, not no, 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 not no. Not necessarily oh, you, okay. I'm talking about Andrew <laughs> in particular because he was the first one to bring this up and he brought it up with a lot of sarcasm in his voice of like, oh, how silly. You just steal your way across. Like, it, that's not a bunker. Grand Theft Auto is legitimately based on crime as your main option. And I, I don't hear you getting on some high horse about Grand Theft Auto, but, but the big con, oh. Now, I get it. The game is short. It's small. You have minimal things to focus on so that's going to be your thing but i just don't think it's that silly and i'm glad that it doesn't write the game in a perspective of the knowledge that we know today that video stores are obsolete i would prefer that it writes it in the context of them making sense that they're in a situation that they believe it's their future kind of like the laundry game that we just played the the arcade Oh yeah. yeah, they don't talk okay. about how the arcade's gonna fail. The long rats gonna eventually. Oh, yeah, but you're so you're rooting for the person though. I mean, arcades exist, but they're not very profitable. At least not that I've seen. Yeah. Um, but going back to what you were saying about morality, <laughs> I when I play games, I always pick like the nicer answers. We've played a lot of games where you can be a jerk, where you can be the nice guy. And I think there's a big difference between playing a bad guy, like in, oh, what was that Minions game that we played? The, the yeah, the ball. Oh, Evil Genius? Yes, okay. Evil Genius. Where you play are like a bad person. He kills people. He's yeah. bad. You play a bad character. Versus this is someone who is doing really bad things, but she pretends that she's doing good yes thank you for bringing that up liz because that's a perfect example so yeah evil genius and in your example keith grand theft auto those games are meant to be satire it's meant to be known of you are not a good person the game never says you're a good person you know you're a bad person but they are meant to be satirical and in the end like as liz said this game's not meant to, like it's well it's supposed to be comedy filled but yeah as liz says your character thinks she's good or that you're doing good things, like your intentions are good to save your mom's video store. But it's just, 
But also, it's like the whole like trope where it's just like the the teenager isn't understood, and her parent does, like her mom doesn't understand that she doesn't want to go to camp, and like the, for me, it was just like that was with the story kind of just so overdone. Yeah, I mean, I just like the angsty, like oh, I yeah, Liz I'm, hates angsty teens. Yeah, I there, <laughs> there's just something about it with like this particular story that it just like you've seen it a million times and the game that you mentioned earlier keith um what'd you say chorvis is that actually pronounced no, it's chorvis it's, as keith but it's it's just it's supposed chorus. to be chorus okay i, I thought it, it was chorus if i said it like that because keith did <laughs> it's, i i didn't well, trust myself oh, so i heard chorus. it wrong and then i said it wronger but in my head i knew it was the right thing is what's happening right yeah. now but that character she knows that she did evil yeah, and that she probably can't get she can't you can't take that back. She yeah. she knows that she's she wants to do good now but she, that will always be a part of her that evilness. So for me it's just like that's why I just think it's very different. I, I mean I just think the big con as a whole is is a bit satirical, it's a bit tongue in cheek and that's where I don't think that it's all that shocking or out of I don't know all that crazy that yes this this kid thinks she's doing good that's where she, it, she finds out she's wrong and uh, yeah it, she thinks she's doing good but no one ever says she is other than your protagonist friend who is also a con artist so it's not as though people are walking around like praising her for for you know stealing from Actually people. they are you, there, there are a couple of people that are like oh you did a good job stealing well, those licenses because because again fellow con artist it's not as though it's like she gets arrested and then the police are like well you know it's a pretty good deal that you were you were stealing from people we're glad you did that go go ahead because you're trying to save your mom's business like nobody says that to her aside from the con artist friends how do you not know that stealing is wrong like especially because her mom has a video store and you know people steal from that store like every store is stolen from you know it's a desperation thing her but she, she doesn't feel bad though what sharks. i'm saying though is that the entire time that she's doing this she never once that i from what i've played that i she i didn't hear her say like oh man i, I really shouldn't be doing this stealing is wrong yeah that's a kid right there i'm stealing from a child like yeah. oh this kid no... has a rookie baseball card i'm gonna take it and sell it for like 50 bucks yeah like I, there was nothing in her that was like I I maybe shouldn't do this, so that's why it's like I mean, she either it's a bad character or it's not, or make it more complex so that I actually feel bad for her. But I, they make it so that I don't feel bad for her, that I'm not rooting for her. I'm not saying she's likable. Don't get me wrong. I I'm not arguing that it's a likable character. I'm just saying I I don't think that it's all that crazy to I don't know be have a character. That's not good. It's a video game. It happens. But, okay, but for me, the morality aspect of the story isn't even my least complaint about the story. My just my all just complaint overall about the story is that it was so predictable. I, I'm sorry. I'm probably I'm gonna just spoil the story because there's really not much to write about. But right off the get go, you know, you meet this guy who's like, "I'm gonna teach you to be a con artist and steal wallets." And right away, I was like. 
50 bucks. This guy is going to con me and take all my money. And oh, what do you know? That's what happens. And so now you got to get back at him. And it's just like, this story is so predictable. It just wasn't interesting at all. Well, then the other mechanic where you um, make it so that people lose track when they're counting. Yeah. It's like, she's getting so many people fired. Like you're losing like a hundred bucks from you're, you're stealing from people who are on a date. So it's like they can't pay for their meal. Yeah. I just like, it's just like things like that too. I just thought of that when you were talking, sorry. But yeah, if that's the other mechanic and story wise where I'm instantly like that, that person is <clears throat> definitely probably going to be fired. But then my other issue with the story was this massive missed opportunity of rad ghost, which is like something that is like, you know, anyone who's usually grown up in like a nineties, and seen like 90s sitcoms. It's funny. There's always usually some sort of wise figure. Sometimes they're cosmic, you know, sometimes they're spiritual. Sometimes it's a real person like home improvement with Wilson, you know, the neighbor who always, you know, spouts some wise wisdom to give the main character some, you know, reflection and maybe some moral guidance. And that's essentially what rad ghost is supposed to be. This ghost that they, there's no backstory. Only your character can see him. And, he is so useless. He literally just usually pops up and says, hey, stay cool, Allie C. And she's like, you're awesome, Rad Ghost. And like, that's it. It's like, this is a funny kind of mechanic of like, hey, it's like the 90s where they did this. But he later on in some areas is meant to be a helper. Like, oh, you're trying to get this information from this guy. Maybe you should give him a sandwich. Like, and that's kind of it. He's like a way to guide you. But he was very useless and it was like a thing where I'm just like, oh, this could have been a great opportunity to be funny or cheeky, or he could be the one like, hey, I don't think what you're doing is right. Maybe find a different route, or maybe you should actually go to band camp. That would be that would be a great idea. It was he the um, the character in the skateboarding game? Yes. Oh, okay, I wasn't sure. Which I actually kind of like that game, but. Yeah. Oh, I hated that game. Oh, oh my gosh. Well, no, I didn't play it as much as you guys did. If I had been going for the achievements, like, yes, I I would have ended up hating that game. But, but yeah. But, but speaking of Weird so, World Compass, too, I also want to make a point because you brought up the ghost skateboarding <laughs> game. Uh, this game, you literally will steal from anyone and everyone, like children. You will steal from, you know, single mothers that are walking their baby. But you will not steal from a kid in a wheelchair. That's where the game apparently draws the line. There's the wheelchair kid who is, you know, he's a video gamer that you're supposed to beat his high score in every single area, but you can never steal his wallet. I didn't notice that. <laughs> I didn't. I really. want to point out fact too. So I, the there's this train sequence in the game, and I like immediately got kicked off the train because I pulled the emergency because I was like, I'm sure there's a puzzle here, but that <laughs> might help me. Get him away from the door. I did, <laughs> but I got, I got kicked <laughs> off the train a couple the door, times. Not you off the train. <laughs> oh, so the thing is, is about the rat ghosts is I don't think you're wrong in in that it's probably one of the worst characters in the game. Unfortunately, yeah. I don't know that he's supposed to be some source of cosmic wisdom. I think he's more just like an imaginary friend to the main character, and uh, he's he more validates her yeah. than anything. And the only thing he does of any contextual wisdom is he just tells her not to do drugs, which I, I think is a, sort of a 90s joke of it was always, I mean, always don't do drugs, kids. But at the same time, like, it's it was the campaign, like, dare and all of that in the 90s. So he, I, that kind of fit 
I thought, but he is kind of boring and he's a missed opportunity to be a lot more fun than he is as a character. Yeah. Um, I actually ended up really liking the security guard was the one character I liked the most. Well, security guard or she's, she's a whole bunch of different things, but she follows you throughout the game and she ends up being, I think the best character of them all. And you just it's a very low bar. So I guess you're right. <laughs> sure. Maybe. I mean, I don't, I don't really have other than the fact that this, this game in particular really is built on the story more than anything. I, you know me, I don't, I don't care if a story is particularly well-crafted. I thought overall, while the game wasn't hilarious, I thought there was enough chuckle-worthy moments crammed into a small time period that it didn't feel like, ugh, this is the worst thing I've ever done. It just wasn't. There were a couple times. Well, I I thought getting kicked off the train was pretty funny, but like I did, I feel like I didn't find it very humorous. But there were a couple times like that that I did. I also thought it was weird that they had that guy that she was trying to get to quit smoking. Yeah, that was really random. Like you would just like run into him and you'd give him a fact about. Yeah, that's that's when you had a moral compass. You're okay robbing people, but hey, don't smoke cigarettes. That'll 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 kill you. Do you know what? It, it still blows my mind though, because like it, in the '90s, that was like a big thing in schools where like, yeah, they used they, to have cigarette vending machines. When? Well, no, it was also like a big push to, to quiz. Yeah, because I mean, if you think about it, like a couple of decades before, they were telling people to smoke if they were stressed and stuff. And then when the uh, the '90s, they were like, oh wait. You know, all the information I gave you is wrong and it kills you. We need to start saying to kids in school not to smoke cigarettes. And that was like, I remember so many things in school about not smoking. No, like cigarette vending machines were still pretty common. They Those finally went away like 2000s. I remember when there were restaurants you could smoke in. Yeah. There in was the a US, smoking section. Yeah, they had the smoking section. But yeah, it is kind of odd that that was like the one thing that was like, yeah, character does what? You know, try to help someone from not smoking. The only person that kind of made me chuckle, I didn't really kind of pick up on it until you mentioned it, Keith, but you're kind of interacting with a Seinfeld character who's supposed to be kind of like Jerry Seinfeld. Even like yeah. the way he his, talks. Yeah, his sound effects are annoying, but that's yeah. everyone. Are you guys talking oh, yeah. about the guy that um, wants preview, like four but, or five of different things? No, this guy, oh, okay. you meet him in a no. different area and he's, he's doing jokes for you and you're supposed to critique him. Oh, okay. I know who you're yeah, talking about. Yeah, and he always about. has some just really really bad joke and i don't know you can mostly roast him and i, and I think it's just about interacting with him every time more Which than anything that is also a massive thing i hate about the story uh this is another one of those games that fakes you having choice you know i first it was a cool concept like someone's talking when they're like hey check out that guy by the store and the guy like the word guy will be highlighted blue and has an x next to it and store will maybe be highlighted with a y next to it so it's like a cool way of someone talking that there was like a way to steer the dialogue of like, oh, do you want to talk about the guy or do you want to talk about the store? And so depending on what button you push, your character will kind of respond that way. But it was completely irrelevant. There's no real choice in this game. And I hate when a game tries to do that of like, oh, what do you want to say to this person? But it's massively irrelevant. I would I would purposely pick really awful things to see if like it would close me out on like a quest or something. It doesn't. The only choice I had was at the very end where I could basically decide if I wanted to arrest somebody. And I said, you can go, you can leave. You're not worth my time. And there was no play out of it. The guy literally left and the cop was like, oh, he got away. Oh, well. And like, that was it. It was like, okay. Like that was like nothing happened. And I hate that. Well, I think if you 
do that in theory you've quote unquote taught him his lesson because there was like i don't know you find out what he does wrong and you basically blackmail him in, into quitting but but there's no pay- payoff you don't know that you no, know i get quits. that no, true. And and overall, I, you're right. I think it was a good concept that didn't get played out as well as it could have in in the sense of having it sort of built into the dialogue and that what you choose to respond to more than what you choose to say. But, yeah, I, I, the game was so linear so that it just didn't really... The Where it bothered me was you could jump ahead on puzzles or solutions to them and so that's where on the gameplay and i and i know that this is one of your biggest gripes yeah that it just i i thought the puzzles were kind of fun puzzles if they the 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 cons you're pulling off now i know most of them are just pickpocketing and a lot of things but there is a few where it's like how you have to get codes to open doors and things like that and you have to you do have to talk to people in certain sequences and have certain things that you've picked up and found and so in that sense it is a puzzle whether you like it or not it's that would be what makes it a puzzle but i think the problem is that they're not all that good because you can sort of jump around and it gets confusing and it makes them hard to keep track of whereas other games you have to complete certain steps before you do certain other things yeah like there is the ear icon where I it's like I'm supposed to be able to listen but I already did the quest so I go up there and I'm like it's not I can't interact with it and then I found out after like watching a video that it was because I'd already done it but because we're talking about gameplay I wanted to say really quick that so this is a short game I did not beat it and the main reason is because this game does something that and like really irritates me more than anything else that a game can do. And that is waste my time. It crashed. <laughs> and when I, it didn't even crash. It had like the, the load symbol and it just wouldn't, it wouldn't load the game. And then, so when I went back into it, it erased like all the progress that I had done that day. And which, I mean, it, it makes it quicker. Cause obviously I know where everything is and all that, but I, I greatly dislike when a game makes that I have to redo stuff. Like, that that was brutal. And so, for me, it's like, I put the time into it. I'm not going to give the game more time. When it, and then I started doing it again, and I exited it out, and I was like, it's probably not going to. And that time, it didn't erase everything. But I did do the manual save. But, yeah, just so I'm just saying, I didn't finish it, even though it was a short game, because I had to redo a bunch of it. It's funny that you're saying this because, like, honestly, I felt like this entire this game, the entire time I played it was a waste of time. Well, that's what I mean. I'm like, not trying to be mean, but I, I played five hours of this game, and I legitimately feel like I put more time in this game than I had Starfield. Like, it was a very long five hours. I, do you know, I really didn't mind the game that much, but it's just the principle. And, like, that's the thing. I started yeah. manually saving, and I, so, like, I felt, like, better, like, moving forward and stuff. But we only have to play a certain amount of time each week, and... I don't want to give up my free time to a game that I'm not really loving and that I know might crash and I might lose everything. So that's kind of like where I'm at with that. But I, I'm the same as like if the game is just going to end up making me like lose time. I luckily did not have any of that issues. I only played the game, I think, in three settings and I was done with it and I did it all on xCloud. So it worked out relatively well. But I, I agree. I don't want my time to be wasted at all. 
Yeah, it, it really only auto saves at a cup like at the <clears throat> chapter breaks. Which at the beginning save. of the game, I think it's kind of funny when it shows a floppy disk, and they even wrote a text of like, "This icon's a floppy disk. This was a thing that we used to save memory on." And it's just like, oh, that's kind of funny. Because I am curious how many kids... I feel like so many kids nowadays just know it's a save symbol, but they don't quite know what the thing is. Um, it's true. But yeah, I don't like my time being wasted, and I'm sure no one else here does. But that's one thing I absolutely love about these wonderful two-ounce drinks that we've had the pleasure of experiencing. And I am talking about Magic Mind. Magic Mind are these wonderful two-ounce shots that you can sip within just a few minutes. Or if you want, you can actually heat it up and add it to your coffee or drink it slowly. There's numerous ways you can enjoy Magic Mind. I've been taking Magic Mind for a while. I love how quick and efficient these drinks are. I usually will have my coffee, and I can usually just drink a little Magic Mind in between, and I'd never have to usually finish my coffee. Magic Mind has some wonderful products in it, such as matcha, which is a great, caf- like a prolonged release caffeine. You know, it has Boca Manieri, which is a nootropic. Same with ashwagandha. Uh, it has awesome mushrooms like lion's mane mushroom and cordyceps mushrooms, which is a aptogen, which helps release inflammation and stress. And I got to say, Magic Mind's been great. I am a third shift healthcare worker. And anyone who has ever done just third shift knows the struggle of trying to stay awake throughout the entire shift. Usually when I, I do 12-hour shifts, I usually start my day by having a massive Yeti of coffee, which I end up drinking over like three hours And anyone who is exhausted and just drinks coffee, you know, it doesn't wake you up. It just makes you feel more jittery and high strung. So you're just high strung, but you have a lot of energy and you, you know, you still may not be able to function because you're really tired and exhausted and you've had a busy day, but I always have to find a way to balance my caffeine intake as I'm still working my 12 hour shift. So ever since I've been adding magic mind into my routine, it has been wonders because I usually don't drink my entire coffee. I drink a little bit of it. Come midnight, I usually pop my Magic Mind, and I am good for the rest of the shift. It is weird to actually be working and having to run to an emergency call in the ICU, and I feel like I'm totally in control. Like, if it's two in the morning, I'm exhausted. I'm just, my blood is literally just running on coffee. It's just, it's weird to feel exhausted, but you got to do your job. You got to get things done. But with Magic Mind, I actually feel like I can focus. I can prioritize my tasks. I can get things done. And it saves me a bunch of time. And it's been great. And then also, too, the struggle that most people on Third Shift knows. You need to, yeah, balance your caffeine intake. But then when you go home, you got to go to bed. And you just had a coffee a couple hours ago. And now you're just laying in bed and your mind won't shut off because you have coffee running in your blood. But no, not with Magic Mind. I have actually had a great night's sleep. As soon as I get home from work, I'm exhausted, but I lay down and I am out like a light. So thank you so much, Magic Mind, because this product has been so great for me at work. <laughs> it has helped me so much. I even gave it to one of my coworkers and she has now been out with it as well. If you struggle with third shift, trust me, Magic Mind needs to be in your routine because it has been wonders. Uh, if you're at all interested, please go to magicmind.com slash gpgbpod. That's magicmind.com slash gpgbpod and use promo code gpgb20 to get 20% off your first purchase or for a limited time, 56% off a subscription service. That's magicmind.com slash gpgbpod and the promo code is gpgb20. We'll have the link in the show notes, but thank you so much, Magic Mind. Thank you for introducing me to this wonderful product. Well, if it makes either of you feel better, you're well, at least you, Liz, I 
and I know you, you stand by your laurels on this, that you, you're not always wrong and bugs do exist, but I got the same issue with it freezing on me. It did only happen once. Um, and I, I don't know, I played this game over a handful of different settings cause I would just play like 10 minutes of it, pause it, and then I don't know, get distracted by something else and never go back to it. So it says I put like over a day of gameplay into this. I did not. <laughs> I, will, I will say that. I was wondering, Keith, I'm uh, like, are you really that inefficient with this game that you put over a day in a five-hour game? <laughs> no, there was also one time I sat here for probably like two hours playing, but I also only played like 30 minutes because I was playing a game on my phone and I would like look down and play a game on my phone and I look back and be like, oh yeah, that dialogue. I'll finish that dialogue. See, this is, this is a great... You know, you know a game's great when you're playing another game while you're playing this game, Keith. <laughs> I phone games do that to me occasionally. Every it's it's a stupid idle game that I uh, found, and and those ones are the worst. But that said, it's I I. So one of your biggest gripes is is the walking. Okay, let boss. me let me explain this. This is this is the main core gameplay that the developers designed for this game. Your whole thing that you are doing in this game is just blindly rubbing your face against walls because you're trying to find items. Like like, like I said, both me and Keith were like, oh, we wanted to maybe do a point-click adventure game this week. So this, I thought this game was even a point-click adventure game. But the thing about a point-click adventure game is you can see items. You can see, hey, there's an item over there I need to pick up, put in my inventory. Maybe I need to use it for a puzzle in this game later. But not in the big con. The big con, you are blindly rubbing walls looking, hopefully, an item will appear saying, hey, there's something here to pick up. But you can't see the item. You know, there's stickers you're collecting, which are just kind of a collectible achievement thing you're doing. But you need to find items that, you know, someone wants a sandwich. Well, start rubbing against trash cans. Maybe you'll find a sandwich. You don't know. There's no indicator. Just keep rubbing against things. So it's not fun. Like, it just delays you on gameplay because you just got to rub against everything. No, and I and I get that. It's, it's a... There are some items you can sort some. of see, like a few of the there. And I'm not defending it overall, but I will say there's some that you can see. Most of the items are just other ways to make money is what they come down to. So they're not complete red herrings because they have an end to them for the most part. But overall, they're they're not really story driven, I will say, except for the stickers. Those are the ones that there's really no option other than to just blindly rub against walls. And that one I don't understand. I think is, I do think again, it's a complete miss because there's no names for the stickers. It's just a yep. shape. The shape kind of tells you what it could be, but not enough. If it at least gave me a name for the sticker, you could use that to yeah, be like, that okay, would be fun. this is kind of a fun little, like, like where's you know, Waldo kind of thing. Like, like find yeah, the exactly. object. Because it has a name for all the stickers because when you find it, it's like, hey, you found this sticker and it gives you the name. So that did annoy me. And honestly, I ended up just, I don't know, using a walkthrough for me those because there was like one or two that I was struggling with. I was like, eh, I'm just going to do this. So, yeah, I, I I get it. And actually, it was funny because there was one achievement I was looking at where they, I don't know how tongue-in-cheek they meant it to be, but the actual description they used was... Uh, now slam your face along the long side of the hedge next yep, to the bench. I saw that. I, I, and I just like the term slam your face because that is kind of the gameplay. And I, and I can't argue that and it's not fun, but I, it's, it may not be fun, but I just don't think it's as offensive 
as you make it out to be. And we have played plenty of other games that didn't have an overall great mechanic that just didn't make you as angry. I Right when you said click and point, I remembered that game. You always remember this game, but you never remember its name. Yes, because we did like Beacon (laughs) Pines. I know that's not it. And then it was like, it kind of reminds me of like the, the Twin Peaks. And then... Oh, timber, timberwood, timberweed, timberweed park. <laughs> yep, that's it. I can't believe I got that. Timberweed, uh, yeah, call it. Oh, timberweed park. Um, one of these days, Liz, and I only got that part. Yeah, you I actually forgot the name too. So there. yeah, I was just like shouting out random words. Um, because that was in the it took place in the eighties, right? Yeah. Click and point. Yeah. And both of these, I that's why I get so frustrated because it's like. I think it has so much potential and they've just went in different directions. So with that one that I just mentioned, it was the ending that was like the big, you know, thing that I didn't like. But with this game, it's just, there's so many things. Yeah. Like, like I said, so majority of the time, yeah, you're rubbing your face against things to find objects, but a majority of the gameplay too, you're pickpocketing people. And that mechanic is hold Y, a bar will appear and an arrow you know, you need to let go of the Y when the arrow is pointing at the highlighted purple section. If you miss, people get mad at you and they just tell you to go away. But you put on a new mask and you get to pickpocket them, even though you put the mask on right in front of them. So it's like the disguises mechanic was really dumb. Like it didn't make much sense. It wasn't, it didn't really add anything. It was just kind of like, oh, I missed the, the pickpocket. Let me try again, even though I did it right in front of somebody. Or you just turn on auto pickpocket. Or yes, you go to press start, go to options and say instantly complete auto pickpocket. So you no longer have to do that many games. Yeah, you like, showed that to me after I stopped playing. Because I wanted you to suffer a little bit like I did. Because <laughs> I did not realize that option until near the end. What this a is, horrible thing to say. Which it told you in like the first five minutes. He's like, hey, you can do this. Or unless like unless you don't want to, just do this. It it tells you i know but who remembers things at the i say this all the time i never remember instructions at the beginning unless it's something that i implement at the beginning like if you're teaching me like how to take out my sword i'm gonna remember that because that's an important thing but if you're like "Eh, eventually if you don't want to do this but andrew you want people to suffer with you is that what you're i am your wife and you didn't even (laughs) i wanted wanted to have you a little time because when you first were doing it you're like oh yeah the pickpocketing's fine like you were kind of enjoying the mechanic but this is a six-hour game and you were literally pickpocketing like hundreds of people i got so sick of doing it so that's why i wanted you to kind of suffer a little bit to realize this is way too much i am pickpocketing so much you said earlier it was because you suffered though and this is what you said the developers clearly know it's not a fun mechanic because they give you the option to turn it off. If it's a fun mechanic, why would a developer give the option to not do it? Like It's like, hey, oh, you want to play Halo where you shoot aliens? Uh, are you sick of doing that? Do you want to stop doing that? Do you just want to walk past the I mean, aliens? That's why don't you do that? That's a really good point. And, yeah, so it's like the developers know it's not a fun mechanic. So it's like, make it more interesting. Make it more fun. Because, yes, you're doing pickpocketing. And then the other mechanic that they add in is called change breaking, which... You know, Liz was talking about earlier, and that is another very simple mechanic of, oh, you're having a store clerk break whatever amount you pick. You can do $20, $50, or like 100 And the clerk is counting. He'll say like, oh, 10 20 and then he'll say a noise. He'll make a noise, whether it's like, uh, uh, and you, depending on the noise he's making, you either tell him a joke or you say something weird or you ignore him. 
Those are your three options. And that's all you're doing is these weird mechanics. What noise did he make? Oh, better tell a joke. Which another bug sometimes, like the noise wouldn't yes. work. Okay, okay. And I so when I mean. first started doing it, I'm like, wait, I don't know wh- like what's uh. Like, is uh, is he yeah. like. A sigh, you're supposed to say a joke. When he sounds confused is when you say something weird to but make But when him you more first confused. start doing it, you kind of forget which is which. Yeah. Because, but also, those noises, like, not to get into audio too, too quickly, but. It was so annoying. Oh, there was a part yeah, when yeah. I in the um, in the train, oh my god, and he, I the guess guess. I was blocking him or yes. something, oh and it word. was just this. I can't even do it. But and then same with um, when I first booted up this game, and the theme song, like the opening yep. scene, I was trying to do something while I. I had booted it up and I was trying to do something really quick and oh my word I have never hit a mute button I, I so gotta, fast I got to put some of this audio in this episode so people understand yeah because it was just over and over and over again and I'm just like I am never going to do a chore while uh, my game is booted up again <laughs> I was, that was like that was wild yeah <laughs> well, what are you going to say Keith, Keith? Defender. <laughs> this was a game for you I mean that that one I've got nothing for I mean that was that that opening, it would have been fine if there was more than just the hook over, the and, over and over and over again. Yeah, the like if, if it had <laughs> over and over again. If it had even mostly, if it had like a minute of audio between there, maybe. But no, it was like every ten seconds that it would just scream that yep. at you. That was a bit much. So don't, yeah, don't don't leave it on the the home screen. But that's an easy, that's an easily avoidable yeah. thing. You don't have oh, to I did do it that. once just, and I didn't do it again. <laughs> <laughs> sure, don't, sure, don't play the game. I don't care. Dude, don't. No, uh, but okay, but at least it had a good song. When you, on the main menu, if you go to extras, it does the credits. And the credits, it's, it, this is the same song that's also in the trailer. Because I remember, I was with you, Keith. When I saw the trailer, I'm like, oh, this game looks like it could be kind of a zany, fun adventure game. Like, this could be kind of fun. I like the song. It's a very 90s intro, like, TV show song. Actually a pretty decent song. I actually liked it. But you only hear it during the credits. And, yeah, it's it's not that great. Like, it's it's good. But, yeah, the, the big con song was really annoying. And there actually is one more song later on that was okay. So you kind of have three songs, one that's pretty good, one that's okay, and then one that's really not good. But yes, oh my gosh, I'm so glad you brought that up. I remember specifically the train, Liz, of that, the, the uh You attending. did the noise perfectly. I can't do it. Oh, it was so bad. Because you're just walking by, he's constantly just going, ah, That's ah, it. Yeah, that's, I can't ah, do that noise. Over and over again. I was, it was driving me bonkers. Uh, but yeah, the audio. This is, I mean, you've already, I mean, there wasn't much more to talk about with gameplay, but the audio. It's this is another game that just constantly does like it just sounds. It's not really people's voices. It's just a lot of uh, ooh, uh, over and over again, which just got really old really fast. And not only that, since we already talked about the options, do you want to make your ears bleed even more? Because there's an option to turn on a laugh track. And I gotta tell you, I turned that off so quick. I was like, oh, let's try this out. Let's see how this is. What what but, do they laugh at? The the quote unquote jokes. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm being mean. I'm, I'm trying. I'm gonna. I'm gonna tone it down. I'm trying not to be mean in this game, but no, your character does say a lot of pun jokes, and so of course that's t- very typical '90s sitcom. Of it's always filmed in front of a live audience, so you have people kind of laughing. But yeah, the laugh track was the same kind of audio, so it was something that was like this is turning off right away because it's just 
you're you're trying to watch a story and somebody says a joke and you just hear people going oh and I was like yep that's going off <laughs> because you're never like this negative about games I'm actually really enjoying listening to you <laughs> the audio is rough yeah yeah well and mostly the dialogue I didn't mind aside from and I don't even really remember it that much but outside of uh, Las Venganza one of the areas you're never really in a place long enough i don't think for the music to get overly annoying <clears throat> again barring the uh, very obnoxious intro theme song there uh, i don't i didn't think the audio was terrible aside from the dialogue and within the first 30 seconds i went oh this is a hate <laughs> hate hate <laughs> I, I don't think beyond the dialogue within the first five minutes and you hadn't even texted me i pretty much knew you hated yeah. this game just based on that alone but I, I think for me still, I, the written dialogue itself wasn't overall terrible. Some of it, yeah, a bit cringy, dumb. But overall, I thought there was, I don't know, there's a lot of like little puns built in here and there that I thought were, again, at least chuckle worthy. And more than anything, I just appreciated all of the pop culture references. They were stupid and it wasn't, again, like a, wow, this is a must play. But for me, I thought it it kind of kept me interested of where they were just hiding these little Easter eggs of like when you walk into the theater the first time in Las Venganza, they have the uh, Bart and Garth. Yeah. Wait. No, Wayne and Garth from. Uh, oh, Wayne's World. Yeah. 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 From Wayne's World. So like they had those characters. The, everyone kind of had a like a Doug yeah. If, well, you remember Doug, but like everyone had that kind of look to him, I thought, as far as the. Yeah, because they had weird colors. And, like people were oh, purple or light blue, teal. Like they had wacky colors to their skin, like Doug. Yeah. So, so all of those reminiscent little pop culture things is what I, I more or less appreciated. And it, it kind of made it palatable, in my opinion. I, I remember playing this game within 30 minutes. I was like, oh boy, if this game does not like improve its gameplay, I knew I was like, I'm going to hate this game. Because even too, like I said, I found right at the beginning, I was like, I can almost guarantee this is what the story is. So I really wanted to beat this game because I'm like, I really hope this game proves me wrong and maybe does something with the story. It doesn't. I am really curious how, like, I feel like I can't tell what Keith really feels about the game because he's automatically trying to stick up for a little bit, you know, like you, like you obviously don't want to dump on a game, especially if all three of us are like, you know, um, so, so Keith, I mean, I, you know what? I'll just wait for the scores. I'll be able to tell by your score, but I'm just like, I'm really curious what your score is going to be because. And I agree. I'm I'm trying not to dump on this game. I know people worked hard on it. Kind of. Sorry. (laughs) I (laughs) I know people worked on this game. But like, there's there is just a lot of things that I'm seeing that I'm like, who thought this was fun? And again, but- I'm just nervous. Like, if people are new to the podcast and they don't realize that this, because <laughs> like in in reference, I just want to reference this real quick. So far this year, besides this game, you've only passed on two games. It is now September. Yeah, it's September. It is now September. <laughs> besides this game, you only passed on two games this year. What were the two games? And I probably. Oh, do you guys them. want to guess? Well, it's not Soccer Story because I that did, was last I year. just was looking. Yeah, because that was right right in December. I happened to happen to see that. Um, I don't know. <laughs> oh, it, one was Anvil. No, that was last year. Anvil was last year. 
Oh. I'm assuming they were Keith picks. Were they? I don't know if they were Keith picks. I, I don't really know who picks what. I just say, tell me what to play. I honestly have no idea. So one of them was Homestead Arcana. Oh, yep, yep. And then the oh, other yeah. one. I picked that. Which I think was a pass for a lot, for a lot of people. Redfall. Uh, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. that does make sense. But that's it. Wait, I thought I actually still gave Redfall a game. Oh, I think I said it. I think I gave it a pass at the time, but I said if they fixed the bugs, it'd be worth a game. Yeah. Oh, oh man. So this is this is in the league of Homestead Arcana and Redfall. Um, but so getting into the graphics, though, I, I, I'm with you, Keith, where I first appreciated the art style of that is kind of like, oh, this is like Doug, you know, wacky kind of colors for people and stuff like that. But graphically, this game was so lazy. There's it reuses a lot of character models. There's one shop clerk. He looks exactly the same in every single area. Just maybe we'll have a different skin color, but he is exactly the same. You know, your character's walking where it's it's kind of like it's like 2.5D. So your character, you can move, you know, northeast, southwest, you know, and move around a board. But the screen is flat. The camera's fixed. And there was a lot of like clipping issues. Like there's a lot of times where like, oh, I can rub against this wall. But no, now there's an invisible wall here. It didn't make much sense. And then it really dumb design there's some items and characters that are behind walls so the camera's fixed you have to have your character go behind a building where you can't see your character anymore and oh there's an icon to pick something up and it's like how was i supposed to know that unless i just randomly walked back there i will say i there's only one character in particular i can think of the cheese lady but i'm pretty sure there's a couple times i found items like if you're trying to do the collector you need to find a videotape and like (laughs) some of them are like behind walls or if you're collecting the no. boar boat, yeah, you had to shove your face through a hedge that looks, yeah, that is a wall, it. but it, apparently it's an invisible In wall. In the video store, there's a sticker behind a wall. Yeah. Yeah, that's another example. But behind like one of the columns. So it's like you just kind of, I don't know, as you... No, it wasn't behind a column, it was behind a wall. Because the wall like jutted out on the right side. Yeah. So it wasn't a column. But, but you go to four different areas. No, well, technically six. But a couple areas are reused, so they don't even create that many new areas. They actually revisit some areas. Are the just, video stores all the same yep, set up? all the video up? stores are designed the same. All the coffee shops are designed the same. It's just, it was just kind of lazy with the graphics. I liked seeing the way that, like, her legs moved. And not because it was good, but just, like, I just thought, <laughs> I liked the way that the legs moved. I like, I like how quickly, like, defend that. Not because it was good. Please don't well, like that. It, it felt like a weird, like, paper cutout. Yeah, I, I kind of know what you I mean. Liked, I, I, like, I liked like, it, but wow, I wasn't that's... sure if I should. <laughs> yeah, it's not like, wow, that's super incredible graphics. Was this, but was this it, designed it kinda for me to like it? <laughs> like, maybe maybe even saying. like spider legs, kind of. I don't know. <laughs> I wish this game had a sprint no, like it. That also got annoying. Yeah, that would have been the Especially what? when you get to Lost for Danza or whatever. Like, that's a big area. The what? A sprint button. Oh, because yeah, you're you're trekking along that town quite a bit, and that got a little annoying. <sighs> and then something that I think is honestly one of the worst things about the games, and you no, you know it's the a, worst, but it's, yeah, it's it a is crime. because I'm <laughs> I have an odd number right. It's I so oh I should say also when my game bugged out, I also realized that the like the entire time that I was playing, I wasn't getting achievements the first time. So, like, the second time achievements started popping in, Biden, I don't think I got all 
the achievements, which is fine. I, I don't care, but I ha- it ends in a nine for me. I don't even want to give my score because it's really low compared to you. Because, Andrew, you got 1435 out of 1500 with 48 out of 52 achievements. Keith, um, 1500 out of 1500 with 52 achievements. And I am really, really low. But ends with a nine. Yes. Who does uh, any game that has like ones, twos, like whatever it is, like you're just being a jerk. Yeah. Because you know that that's important for some people. Like, are you even a gamer? Do you like video games? Do you hate gamers? Do you do you hate video I love, games? This is the one getting fiery about this game because now. it never bothered me before. And now yeah. that you pointed out that my now my gamer score is all weird. And I, now what am I gonna have to do? Play more of the game exactly, to get it even? Exactly. This is, I have a conspiracy theory. This game is called the Big Con. But as far as the actual story goes, you're not doing really a big con. I think the big con. Is the, is game. the game because they're making you play the whole thing yeah. to get an even. The very first achievement you get is worth one gamer score, but the beating the game achievement is worth ninety nine. Doesn't it seem like arrogant <laughs> when you when you do like the ones and stuff? Because yeah. you're kind just of like, like, oh, you want an even number? You got to beat the game. Like my game is score. so good, you're gonna play the full thing. There's something <laughs> that is kind of arrogant about it. I think it balances out with all of the, and, and I know you have to beat the game, but at least if you get all of the story-driven yes. achievements, I think it balances. You're even going to defend the game now. with this, Keith. This is, I thought, the one thing well, we could I all got agree 1500, with. So I don't see the problem. I just did the thing and got fifteen hundred. I, I don't have a problem with it. Mine's even, so I'm. I have nothing to. Complain I did not about. get all the achievements, but mine really. Is so, even if, as well. but if your game bugged out and you're missing achievements, I don't think you would feel that way. No, I th- that that is true. I because I definitely know the. That's what the I thought, Keith. Isn't that great? That's what I thought. We can all agree. Well, I'm just saying <laughs> I have an even fifteen hundred, so I don't I don't see the problem. But I, the game's buggy. The game is buggy. and Doesn't give you all the achievements, so that is a problem. Yeah. 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 Maybe. Well, this is this is the, the fiery one here. Are, are you gonna, because are Keith you doesn't care about my score. He's like, oh well, uh, too bad for you. I got fifteen hundred. <laughs> Who cares if the game gives you odd scores? Too bad for Liz. I, I, I just I just beat the game and and I got all the. the just wrote Andrew's comment to me earlier, and now I have Keith. <laughs> I just. Oh, who put you know something what, in your you drink? Know what, Liz? Cranberry mango. Oh, Cranberry Keith, mango. I forgot to text you back after I saw that. Don't don't even be mad. It's I okay. no, I am the but worst I just, person. I just I saw texting. it and I laughed because again. Two whole shelves of cranberry-related beverages, for the record. Just, just so I, I'm with Elizabeth. Yeah, I, I meant to text you back. I Do you know what? I'm actually, I, I'm so much better with making phone calls and calling people. But oh, no, don't don't ever call me. It's fine. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Keith. I will never call you, okay? I could be, like, a block from you and, like, got hit by a no, car bleeding out time, and I just, like, I think, need somebody to help me until the ambulance gets there. And I'll be like, he said not to I'm call. I'm the worst person to call. I'm, like, 13 states away from you. So what am I going to do? But also the one time you called me was because Andrew was in the hospital and you were just giving me an update. So I – it was fine. Wait, I, I called you? I thought I texted you. No, I, I texted don't, you. You probably did. I texted you. Oh, good. Yeah, so good. Was, so you good. Had, you did the right good. thing. Good. Thank you for not calling me. Saying, you're just responsive, like, please don't call me. Thank God. Thank you for not calling me. I'm just, what I was saying is, like, sometimes, especially if I'm in the middle of, like, cooking dinner or something and somebody texts me and I'm like, oh, I'll get back to that. And then I don't. But if somebody calls me, like, I answer the phone. 
So, and same with like, so Andrew, his family, they could, they'll be around, like, it wasn't a mall. Yeah, it was we, like a no, furniture we were place. Mall, yeah. We were yeah. in uh, Ikea. Yeah, no, no, with your parents. Yeah. It was a movie theater slash furniture store. People are in New England. It's, it's essentially, it's a New England version of Ikea. Yeah, and so yeah. they are walking around texting each other, trying to find each other, and they refuse to call each other. The second I finally force Andrew to call, we find them. Like, it's just, like, so weird to me where it's, like, there are times where it's just, like, call the person. Nah, and, like, e- <laughs> we would have been there for no, another if hour. if you're my immediate family, you can call, like, that's the only people I will accept phone calls from or is in my immediate family. If it's one of my parents, my siblings, my wife, or one of my children. If it is not one of those people on the list, I am not likely what to answer it, Even like someone that you know long enough that, like yeah. Andrew, like someone you've known like your whole life? It would really depend on what I'm I doing. I remember. <laughs> if there was anything slightly more important than answering Andrew's phone call, like, I don't know, so, opening the door to let the dog <laughs> in, I'm probably going to go do that. Wow. Andrew will remember this. So when I was pregnant with our daughter, uh, something was wrong with my phone where if I was using it like as a phone call, I could not hit the screen and, and go into anything else. I oh, could yeah, only do. Broken. Yeah, I could only listen to I could only talk on the phone and I couldn't even put it on speaker to even see like what was going on. And I had this friend, like my college friend call. And when she calls, sometimes, like, you know, we talk for half an hour. Sometimes we talk for four hours. I was on the phone for four hours. I hadn't talked to her in ages. And Andrew's at work. And he <laughs> actually, like, almost sent someone to check on me because I wasn't texting him back or anything, which is really rare for me. Yeah. And then I was calling you and you weren't answering. Yeah. So I legitimately was about to call the police for a wellness check. <laughs> yeah, because, like I said, it's completely out of character for me it would it wasn't going it well, wasn't dead up, you, or anything you, you sometimes won't pick up my phone calls but you will always pick up your sister's phone calls that is not true i mm, always yes, pick up your phone calls every <laughs> single time <laughs> unless i'm like <laughs> in the amazing. bathroom i don't i don't answer <laughs> phone calls if i'm peeing i call them back again that depends on who's calling me if it's my brother yeah i'm gonna answer that phone call. oh it doesn't really- bother me if i hear like at the toilet flush which there's a couple members of my family that it's like that that's normal for them. Whatever. You can I don't care if you're peeing while you talk to me. You take a dump. I don't care. <laughs> Sometimes well, I hear so someone's again, in the bath and I'm related. like, you can call me like after you get out of the bath. It's like, no, no, I'm just laying here. <laughs> well, see, that's again person to person. But I don't do like it. If one of my sisters did that. It would be weird because it would just be so out of character for them. But again, if it's my brother, I would actually expect that to happen because in most cases he's like, already on the phone with me he's like oh hey i'm gonna be walking into the bathroom now <laughs> please carry on with our conversation as if nothing is changing and so that's so for my brother it wouldn't surprise me but for my sister well, yeah, i just want to say that i don't do it though like i'm okay like you know when you gotta go you gotta go but i personally wouldn't pee on the phone like I, I'm just, I just want to put it out there that i don't do that i don't either I, but I'll i accept you back in a few i think minutes, proper like- I think proper at least is you have to at least announce it. Again, just going Nobody announces it to how me. I, how I talk to my no, you don't have to announce it on the phone. Brother. He Maybe. just means in general. You need to shout to everyone in the neighborhood. I oh. am peeing. <laughs> oh, especially do it if you're in a public restroom. <laughs> Definitely. Well, some... Definitely Attention. I am doing number two. <laughs> Sometimes I'll clean yeah, the bathrooms while I'm on the phone. And then I'll be like, I am a, I'm cleaning the bathrooms about to flush. I promise I didn't pee. 
Um, what does this have to do with the game? I don't know. You. Just, Where did we get here? I don't know, but this conversation is way more enjoyable than Big Con. Oh. So, uh, I thought I was okay with it continuing. But uh, yeah, back to the achievements, though. I love this is the thing that was getting you fired, Liz. But uh, yes, the Big Con achievements are just can be egregious. If you're if you're an achievement hunter though, I will say the big con, you know, it's fifteen hundred gamer score, pretty easy. You know, you're talking about like six hours of gameplay. You can get them all. That being said, almost every achievement is missable. So if you are going to play this game for achievement sakes, pull up a guide. Make sure that you are doing all the things in each area, because there is no chapter select. So if you're like me and I have like thirteen hundred gamer score Unless I want to get the rest of those gamer scores, I have to replay this game. 1435, you lowballed it. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, but I don't care. I would rather not play this game what again. What if it was 1431? Oh, ooh. I'd maybe play it. Will I, you beat the game for me and get my score? No more. <laughs> Uh, it's, that's a tall ass, and I'm not. I'm not totally <laughs> arguing it. It's as far as if you do a walkthrough, because in all honesty, with probably, I'd say even with about ten minutes of just like kind of looking at, I don't know, probably even like I think true achievements is one of the best ones. That's what I kept going back to. It, you could actually probably get this run down in about three hours, maybe even less, because essentially. Every area is passable by just collecting enough money, which you can do super easy with a quick pickpocket. Outside of that, it's just have a quick conversation with this person, this person, this person, pick up this item, sell it to this person, and go go to the next area. So it's and if and if you pull up like a tab with each of those things, you just look at the location where it is, run there, run there, run there, and you're done. So it, it can be done very quickly if you truly just want to do this from an achievement hunting perspective. Uh, source of how I know this is I missed actually a decent chunk on my first run through. So I did a second run through and I did it in probably about three hours, just specific. I only had probably, I had to find the movies. I had to sell the burblows and I had to do the switcheroo. But outside of that, I think I was pretty much, I don't, I hadn't, didn't have to do everything. So I got through every area in probably ever under 30 minutes. I can't even play this game twice. <laughs> it, oh, I knew it was going to upset you. And that was no, honestly... Uh, it's your it, life. It, oh, I know. I know that. But I just... I know that you wouldn't like that someone would play this game twice. He doesn't have time to talk to me on the phone, but he has time to play that twice. Oof. Oh. I mean... You've never actually called me. I'm so going to call you, Keith. One day well, when you all, don't that's expect a whole it, I'm going to call you. Call people. And I'm going to not. <laughs> is, is there is somebody dying because I'm the wrong person to call? Uh, all right, let's end this mess. Who wants to go first? Should I? Yeah, just so you know, you no. gave the soccer story a 40. I sh- okay. I don't know if I should have told you that. The score I had in my thought is lower than 40. Uh. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> so, is this your lowest? This one's going to be your lowest be. score of all I think time? It will be. Okay. So I'll kick this off, because I've I've been the high defense of this of this game as a whole of the big con. I'm going to tell you something. I conned you. It's a pass for me. It, it's really not a game. But Are you I don't serious? think it's as bad as you. <laughs> this yeah, is a whole. It's, it's not a game. Yeah, it's not. A, it's not a game. 
but I don't think it's as bad as you make it out to be. Like you were angry and all of this about it. I don't think it's that. I think that the best and most redeeming thing about this game is that it is short and that you can get it done in about I three hours. I think Andrew it, changed your mind. You I think it. he changed your mind and you don't want to admit it. No. <laughs> no. It's not really a con. You just don't I, want to admit that Andrew made you change your mind. 110%. <laughs> You could ask Amber because I was talking to her this afternoon about how I wanted to pull this off on you. Not even kidding. Um, I mean, it's not, it's not really a con. A con the whole purpose of a yeah. con is to trick someone for you to gain something. All you essentially just did was lie to me. He that's, gained that's, joy. <laughs> he gained joy. It's a con. <laughs> it's just a lie. Whatever, Andrew. Let me run with my, okay. my, my joy here. Thank you, Liz, for letting me have this. Um no, I. but honestly, I think the best thing about it is that if you really just do this with a quick walkthrough, you can get 1,500 gamer score and carry on with your life. And in those three hours, if you do it efficiently, it's not that bad. I think, again, the dialogue has enough fun little pop culture references, and I stand by that. I think the overall art style is pretty fun. The music isn't terrible, again, outside of the intro music. And for that just do a walkthrough but take take three hours out of your afternoon on a saturday afternoon if you got some time to kill and uh yeah knock out 1500 gamer score but otherwise it really isn't like good and it's not it's a pass it's not a game you should play all right it disappointed me from the trailer <laughs> it, wait yeah, did you so give yeah. a score did i miss that oh my score oh it's it's like a 65 wow <laughs> 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 okay uh i'm just gonna apologize for this this review part i i have a feeling i'm gonna be a little mean because it's just the way i feel about this game is, is like just, you're you're it, going to be mean as in like you're starting now <laughs> like my i have legitimate complaints and if there is a developer who made this game listening i apologize you know i'm not trying just to dump on somebody's craft but Oh man, I did not like the big con at all. It was just not fun. Like I said, the main gameplay mechanic is you just rubbing your face, hoping to find invisible items. There's no real puzzle. It's not like, hey, you got a block of cheese, you know, leave in front of this door and a cat comes out and that's how you solve this puzzle. No, it's it's like, it's just, you go up to people. You have this guy who wants to collect random things of, I'm looking for tropical things. And you give him like a flip-flop keychain, and he pays you money. The whole purpose, like you're going to these stages and you're supposed to collect a, you have a money goal in order to go to the next stage, but you can go over that goal. Spoiler alert. There's no point in going over that goal because by the end of the game, which is very predictable of, you know, you need to collect this money, you collect this money, but you don't need to collect the money. You just more, the game just gives you that money in the end. And so you have excess money, which, oh my gosh, this was another issue I had with the story. I ended the game with a almost a quarter million dollars. And your mom's like, oh my gosh, we can do all this stuff with it. And she goes, no, you need to figure out a way to give that money back. Roll credits. The game has no explanation as to what you're going to do. This is the 90s. Like the internet doesn't really exist. You literally have been stealing money from people all across America. Like how are you going to give back a quarter million dollars to random people you were stealing on the street in the 90s? And the game doesn't have any resolution for it. Your mom just says, yeah, give it back somehow. Do, 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 you win. And it's like, what? Like, that makes no sense. Uh, and so the gameplay just was dumb. 
I, I was so bored with it. I didn't care for any of the characters. You know, like I said, Rad Ghost was such a missed opportunity. You had a, a mini game where you're you're playing a skateboarding game, which was so boring. It's just pushing A and jumping over a bag of limes. Then you jumped over a pothole. Oh, oh man, we we really didn't touch no, on that. We didn't. <laughs> that game made me so sad. Yeah, there's there's an <laughs> so achievement mad. to get like a score of eighteen thousand, and the scoring is you get like five points, five points for every coin you get, and like twenty points for everything you jump over, and they expect you to get eighteen thousand score, which. Pro tip, if you are trying to go for achievements, just go to the options, and there's an option to make your character invincible to make the game easy, which, another case in point of, like, even the developers know that this isn't a very fun game, so we'll make it easy for you. Ah, uh, it's it's dumb. Uh, the audio was just annoying. You had a lot of just repeat sound effects. The shopkeeper had this really whiny voice. The music, like I said, there was one song, there was a couple songs that are like, oh, that's kind of catchy and fun, but it just... The story wasn't interesting. The gameplay wasn't good. The achievements are a crime. The graphics, like I said, I agree with Keith of, I like the art style of it being kind of like Doug, but that was about it. As far as like actually exploring these environments, it was plain, boring, and reused. I got sick of it. And then when the credits roll, at the very end, the studio it says, the studio, Mighty Yell, will return, which I more took that as a threat than a promise. <laughs> so... <laughs> And like Liz said, too, during the credit, they said, you know, thank you to all the moms who worked at a video store and helped, you know, kids live out their wacky dreams and help them stick it to the man. But you're not sticking it to the man. You're sticking it to random people. Like, it's just uh, I'm I'm legitimately I'm curious. I, I, I think the stick it to the man reference was them being supportive and going forward with creating video games as a career path. But I, I, I don't think that was a reference to the game itself. I, I assumed like the, the developers grew up in a video store and like, that's where they got the inspiration of this game. I don't know. I, I didn't care to look into it. I, uh, I was so dumb with the big con. The only saving grace is that this game was short and I was able to play more Starfield this week, which was great. So thank you at least for that Keith. Uh, but yeah, I planned on giving this a 35. I, you know, I feel like my score is changing because I'm thinking about like that when I was playing it, I didn't dislike it so much that I was like, I can't play this. I mean, I didn't want to, but like there's games that have been so much harder that have harder to play. Like I, I wanted to play them even less, but I gave a higher score because of what the game gave me, like like the amazing graphics or the amazing story yeah. or there was something. So it's, I don't know, but I also don't like it enough to play it twice. Keith gave it a 65. <laughs> play it twice. You can't even play it once. You're, you're telling me to beat it for you to fix your game I know, score. But I, I think I'm going to give it a 60. I did not hate my time with it. In fact, like there were some times that I, I was having a little bit of fun. This is why I wanted you to play a six. I was like, I did. I wanted you to suffer because I think you would have maybe lowered your score if you put as much Maybe time I as would I have. Maybe the game is lucky that I, you know, <laughs> crashed on me and I lost all my progress. So get some extra points. But yeah, looking at Metacritic for Series X, 74 and 5.4. Um, critics which... gave it a 74? Yeah. What critics? <laughs> I, like I'm not trying to be mean, but <laughs> I gotta look this up. I don't know, but the the users were there any in French? No, no. Oh, 
But one thing I, I, I love that somebody brought up in the user section is that I mentioned this earlier. There, When it comes to 90s stuff, there really isn't a lot. Like, you know, yeah, we're the pogs. We're the... No, but like it's oh, a game based in the 90s. Yeah. But like, you know, there was Beanie Babies yeah. and Pogs. and Well, they had the Blurbos, which are supposed to be like Furbies. But that was actually another point I was going to bring up is like, if this game constantly didn't kept throwing the wacky sh- like 90s shapes in the background during dialogue, I would have completely forgot this game was supposed to be taking place in the 90s. Yeah. I, so for me, it's just like I it didn't really have that nostalgia factor that I kind of wanted. But I mean, I don't know if that's like a trademark issue, though. Can you like talk about those things? Because and... I feel like Pogs yeah. was a brand, right? Yeah, they, said they did Wayne's World, and they just kind of loosely based some characters, and they made a referential kind of quote about it but yeah i don't know that's where that's where i again i at least thought the most fun part was it was just the little easter eggs of those things of like finding them around the map windows central gave this game an 80 huh. screen rant gave that this game high. a 70 GameSpot gave this game a 70 different strokes for yeah, different folks yeah and just doesn't understand. You say that, but besides me, we're all, I think, relatively close to the same thing on this game. Uh, I don't know. I mean, You're just angry about it. I don't know what got into you this week. And I just I just thought it'd be fun to mess with you. Oh, I just, I really did not care for this. I feel like we should start putting our sk- scores on Metacritic. Doing our average, or each of us do our own. I, I was going to say the average between all three of us. <clears throat> but luckily... Next week, we're going to go back to some good games, so let's let's wrap this up. You say that, we don't know. No, I'd, I'd pick next week's game, and I've already been enjoying it. Um, actually, no, it's a listener pick, so it's actually not just me. But uh, yeah, if you have any game suggestions, please go to GamePassGrabBag.com. You can find the links to all of our stuff. You can write us an email, reach us out to our socials, whatever. Uh, we also have our wonderful link for our wonderful sponsor with the promo code. So if you're at all interested in Magic Bind, which I highly recommend the product, it's really good. Uh, yeah, go to GamePassGrabBag.com. I've been your Hardcore Gamers host, Andrew. You can find me in Xbox Live at Firebird0952. And that's it. Go ahead, Keith. I've been Keith. And Sometimes I listen to these episodes. So, you know, if I'm going to read a listener here, I'm going to give myself just a flat nine, but a solid nine on making oh Andrew God. angry. What oh. a great job I did. Even if I wasn't a listener. Oh, man, just making Andrew angry that deserves just a nine at a at a human level i feel like i did well which give me give me a you medal. do remind me i I, always, I keep always forgetting to bring these up but i always do polls on spotify and so thank you so much for people who uh respond to the polls or reach out on spotify but keith do you remember when we played everspace and liz was complaining about the fast travel about long space travel so i did yeah. a poll on that on everspace i asked do do you ever notice long travels or load screens we had nine votes three people said yes six people said no and I did not vote. And I didn't either. So. Nope. so I guess, yeah, most people actually generally just don't notice the long load times. I kind of feel like I should have put this question too for Starfield because that was the thing too where people were like, oh, it's load field where it's just constantly loading. I never got well, bothered by the load. I didn't for Starfield, but I mean with Everspace, I mean you say, oh, most people don't, but that, a third of people, that's, that's a big chunk. Yeah. But uh, we need more votes. Help us with the numbers, which I will go on to the next one because I did a poll for Starfield as well, which has a lot of responses. So I'll be reading that next week. 
And I'm Liz Noob Gamertag. Come on, I'm Dean. I'm on Twitter and Instagram at Liz Noob Noob Izzy W. And thanks to the people who've been voting on my polls. Andrew and I are going to play that game soon. Oh, yeah, we've just been really busy this week. Um, yep. I believe Exit won, which yep. I was kind of surprised by that. Um, yeah, so we're going to be we're going to be playing that soon. Yeah, so make sure you follow Liz on her Twitter or X. Anyway, X. anyway, thank you all so much for joining us. We love you all. We'll see you again next week. Bye, guys. Mm-hmm.